Hey there, how are you? I hope you are having an amazing day or evening, depending of course when you're here. Today we are going to be talking about finding the right mentor. So I know we've done episodes in the past where we talk about finding a mentor. I think it's a good opportunity to dive a little bit deeper, make sure we're finding the right mentor. Those podcast episodes, by the way, will be really great supplements to this one, but a few points I want to hit on that will be a little bit different in today's, so stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career-related. I tell you how it is, and we get right to the point. I am your host, Stephanie Dennis. My background is in HR, which is what I have my master's degree in. And my passion is really helping others, sharing my knowledge, and doing that so others can make positive changes in their lives. So here we are. This is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. All right, getting into it here. So finding the right mentor. It can be relatively easy to find a mentor, really just any mentor, (laughs) especially if you don't need a mentor to be in person face-to-face with you. If you are the type of person who can have a mentor from afar, right? So learn from someone online. However, the right mentor is going to be a little bit more involved in terms of finding that person. So we're going to take this in different chunks. So our first area we're going to look at is establishing what you're looking for. And then we're going to talk about researching those potential mentors. All right, establishing what we're looking for. Number one, write down your goal for getting your mentor. What do you want to accomplish? Number two, making a list of the things you want to learn. This is going to be really important, right? Because if you want to approach someone about possibly a mentorship and they're like, great, how can I help? And you're like, uh... It's not going to be very free-flowing, if you will. And the things you want to learn are probably going to change over time, right? As you start to develop different skills and learn new things, you're going to want to learn different things from said mentor, or maybe you get to the point where you outgrow a mentor. I would love it if everyone who listens to my podcast, like Seth, I'm doing so good. I don't need your podcast anymore. I don't think careers work like that, so I would love for you all to stick around forever, but... You know what I'm saying, right? Anyway, moving on. Number three, figuring out what sort of frequency you want to have with this mentor. Is this something you want to do once a month, once a quarter? I think asking someone to be a mentor and meeting once a week is a big ask. That's a lot of time. However, depending on who that person is, it could be feasible, especially if it's someone who you're learning from every week because they publish a really amazing YouTube channel or they curate a really amazing YouTube channel, whatever it might be. And number four, time each meeting. And so not like you have to have a stopwatch. I mean, you should definitely be conscious and courteous of time, but figuring out how much time you want during each meeting. It could easily be something where you're like, I want to get together once a quarter for two or three hours, right? And that might be something that's doable versus once a month for like an hour, just depending on that person's schedule. Or maybe you just need once a quarter for an hour. I don't know, whatever it might be. But again, just be really conscious of the fact that you're going to be asking someone for their time uncompensated. So we want to be respectful of, hey, I want to meet once a quarter for an entire day. If someone approached me with that ask, I'd probably be like, I don't think I can commit to that. But I could definitely give you a hundred and some odd episodes that could consume an entire day. All right, number five, have a rough agenda idea. So I'm not saying you have to go in and know 
exactly what's going to be said and how the meeting is going to play out. However, let's say you're meeting for an hour. Maybe you mentally have set aside like a couple minutes for chit chat, then you dive into your topic for maybe 15-20 minutes, and then you have 15-20 minutes of kind of Q&A, right? So oftentimes when we're learning new things, we have questions. Maybe you want to allocate 10 minutes for conversation around what you're struggling with, and maybe you want to allocate the last five minutes for any sort of like follow-up or homework, like to-do items, right? When you're meeting with someone for an hour every single month, you're not going to be able to cover and go over everything that you may need to go over. And so they may say, okay, this is a really good start because you said you're struggling with this. I think you should read this book before we talk next time or something like that, right? So letting that person know, one, that you are down to do a follow-up research, reading books, doing different assignments, doing different exercises so they know like you're 100% committed, but also having time to go over what those should be. Number six, knowing how you want to meet, right? So do you want to do a call? Do you want to have an in-person meeting? Is this person local? Do you want to do a Skype or Zoom? So a video call. Number seven, how do you want to connect and interact between meetings? Maybe it's email, maybe it's text, maybe it's Facebook Messenger. Like, I don't know, whatever works for you. I would encourage it actually to be off social media because we all have gone down the rabbit hole. But again, whatever works for you. And number eight, assessing how it's going for both of you throughout the process. So figuring out before you approach someone, hey, I really want to start this mentorship relationship. And I think it would be a really good idea after we've met for maybe two or three times for both of us to have a check-in on how we think it's going and make sure that it's something that's still working for both of us. And the reason that this is so important is because you're... I don't want to say you're giving this person an out. However, you're just being really honest and transparent out of the gate. Like, hey, if this isn't working, we don't need to commit to like a one-year contract, right? <laughs> Number nine, knowing out of the gate what you can offer. So this is going to be really important, right? So you want a a mentorship relationship. It mostly is going to be you receiving information from someone else. However, you also want to be able to say, hey, here's what I can also bring to the table. Number 10, knowing the type of person that you're looking for. Number 11, figuring out if location is going to be important to you or if you're open to more of a virtual call Skype sort of deal. Number 12 is going to be evaluating the types of values and ethics you want from a mentor. That's going to be really important because if you are trying to get mentorship from someone who fundamentally just isn't on the same page or even in the same book as you, (laughs) it's probably going to be really hard. All right, now let's get into how we can research potential mentors. Number one, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, et cetera, et cetera. So right, so all of our different social media channels that we're on can offer us an avenue to find potential mentors. So LinkedIn's probably gonna be your best bet from a professional standpoint. However, I found some really amazing teachers on Instagram and even now on TikTok. Number two, your school network. So depending on how involved you were with your, university and your different alumni groups, you could have a really good network. Um, And if you don't, literally not a big deal. I don't. I wasn't super involved in my university aside from going, doing my classes, doing my homework, and getting the F out. (laughs) I just wanted to be done. (laughs) And I don't do a lot with, you know, the alumni association. So, you know, good, bad, or otherwise, it is what it is. I say that because if you don't, it's not a big thing. And number three, looking in your current organization. Even if you work for a small company, maybe 20 people, right? So like a true startup. (laughs) 
I'll caveat this, but startups are usually very, very busy. Bandwidth could be an issue. However, like there's still probably someone in that startup you could learn from. And if you work for a large organization, I guarantee you there's someone that you can learn from. And larger organizations usually, not always, usually and or should, hint, hint, if you are a leader in a large organization, (laughs) have a mentorship program already set up for you. Number four, also looking at the last company that you worked for. Number five, looking at your friend group. This one actually caught me off guard at one point because I wasn't necessarily expecting to find a mentorship type of relationship from friends, but I have definitely been mentored by friends before. So don't discount that. If you're like, Steph, I ain't got nobody. That's cool. Move on. Number six, colleague referrals. So if you have shared with your team or colleagues that, hey, I'm looking for a mentor, do you know anyone? Don't be shy. One thing that I have learned that's super, super valuable to me is asking for what I need, asking for referrals. Who do you know? Not even like as a recruiter, right? Like, hey, I need help with this. Does anyone know where I can go? And number seven, the different organizations that you're a part of. I don't care if that is church, if that's meetups, if that's a networking event, if that's like mom's coffee Saturday mornings, like I don't know, like whatever it is, like don't discount those groups just because you meet about something different, right? So maybe you're part of, I just did uh, axe throwing for the first time last week, right? Maybe you're part of like an axe throwing club or something, I don't know. Get to know those people. They could possibly be a mentor for you or know someone who could be. So once we've done our research, we're going to make a list of people we want to reach out to, and then we're going to create a template for what we want to say. So this is important, so it's not awkward. (laughs) And then, of course, we're going to do the outreach. (laughs) Do the thing, right? (laughs) And then as you're doing that outreach, expect you're going to get a lot of people who say no. But if they do, say thank you so much for getting back to me, or maybe you have this conversation in person, right? Or live in real life, IRL. (laughs) You know, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me, or thank you for getting back to me. Would you happen to know anyone who I could reach out to, right? Ask for that referral if the people who you reach out to say, thanks for thinking of me, but I can't right now. Hopefully they're that nice, but I don't want to say everyone in the world's that nice, so it is what it is, right? All right. I hope you found this podcast helpful and valuable. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to be here, listen to the show. I really appreciate you. You can find more information in the show notes over at stephdennis13.com. And if you want to learn how we can work together, head over to listen to careertalk.com for more information. If you want to support the show, you can do so via donation, PayPal and Anchor. Or if you would like to tangibly support the show and get super sweet, awesome things, <laughs> you can head over to the store Career Talk Swag and check it out there. If you're finding the podcast helpful and valuable, please take a quick minute, leave a rating and or you don't do both. Uh, review for the show really helps. I love reading them. So huge thank you to everyone who has done that. You can reach out to me on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, StephDennis13, and then Instagram for the podcast at Career Talk Podcast. We are written, produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are so amazing, so awesome. I hope you have a beautiful, wonderful rest of your day.